while he's investigating. Do so I see I, him investigating? Dungeon's over. I have advantage on that now, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. So it says it's, trap. it's four traps. So. Okay. Or no, but that's just for wisdom or whatever. You're looking for traps, right? Yes. Yeah, investigation. Where's the eye? There it is. You do not find any traps. Can I see him looking around on the car? Uh, no, he is so stealthy. You're not even sure where he went. All right, I guess I'm going to try to pick the lock. Okay. While he's, while he's doing that, I'm going to ask, what's his name? Reginald? Red? Rictavio. Rictavio. I'm going to be like, Rictavio, um, when's your next show scheduled? It's like, well, first thing I do have to do is find a way out of here so I can get back to my carnival. Oh no, you're trapped here too. <laughs> oh, how long have you been here? So you pop the lock. The padlock opens. Uh, he's like, I haven't been here long, just a few weeks. Interesting. And what part of the world are you from? Drive under world. I'm from all over. Carnival has no home. We move from town to town. Okay. So I'm just going to keep, like, talking to him and, in a friendly manner because I don't know any different until mm-hmm. we'll see what happens here. All right. So as he says we, I was I was going to go ahead and open that, but then he says we. And that kind of makes me hesitate. All right. Um, is anybody I don't know else? if I want to open this. Is anybody else doing anything? Charles? Um, Charles is just going to be like, he's just absolutely curious at this point. Okay. Like, um, he's actually going to take out his, uh, like, I, I mean, I have a book of lore and I have some sacred texts, but... Nah. He he just looks really fascinated with uh Rictavio here. Okay. Alright, so I, I just wanna like maybe try to crack All right. the door and see what I can see inside. Make a stealth check. Um you start opening the door and it goes and, like, instantly you see the cane come down, like, right in front of your face. Uh, and you see Rictavio standing up, like, leaning over the side. And he, like, slams the door shut with a cane. And he's like, I can tell you're going to be trouble. If you don't mind, please put my lock back on the, the door. I locked the door back and I, I, I just walked back over to the party. Because I'm going to have to keep my eye on you. Oh, my God. I just shake my head. I scuff him across the back of the head. Rictavio, I would recommend getting yourself an arcane lock because of, nope, because of people like him. Yes, I might have to look into something of that sort. Perhaps you could assist me. 
Give me a second here. I need to consult my book of spells. <laughs> do you have arcane lock? I do not. You were going to call him a dirty hobbit, weren't you? <laughs> I was very close. You racist piece of shit. <laughs> Honestly, I cannot do that, unfortunately. It has not been within my best interest to have something that would be able to keep something away. It is my spectrum water lies in the... Uh, I'm a war mage. Ah. And I, I, after they're talking, I would love to be like, I would love to help you, Rictavio, in like whatever way possible. But we right now have a couple of different things we have to see. He's like, well, like, I, are you going to be in this town? He says, I'll be here for a while. I have my room at the inn. Uh, if you guys ever want to hear stories of my travels, please come come visit me. I'm almost always there or here. Fairly well. Good day to you, sir. Got a lot on our plate right now, Rictavio. Uh, you, you want to get out of here, right? It's like eventually. I look to Rictavio oh. and I go. I, I I like to steal things, but I'm gonna help you. We'll be back. I promise. Okay. I don't recall no asking. Wanted to be like he says. I don't recall asking for your help, but okay. <laughs> Listen, I tried to juke the man twice and he caught me. Yeah, Gosh, I gotta be at least somewhat nice now. Yeah, you know, plus seven <laughs> on perception. Rolled a nineteen to detect you. So. Right. I'm gonna beat you twelve still. Where's we go? Yes. Are you heading to the winery, or are you going to go check out the Vistani camp, or are you going to the next town? Vistani uh, first, right? I mean, it's it's right. Might as well. Okay. British thoughts. I can't believe no one wanted to be like, no, I don't really have to worry about locks because I keep this little thieving bastard around. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If you have Arcane Lock, it's, it's a wonderful spell. <laughs> Against thieves, specifically. <laughs> Again, like, had I broken in and we made friends with this guy, I might have just given him his stuff back, because my character just wants to steal it. He doesn't yeah. Well. Alright, so what's the party oh. doing? <clears throat> Um, I thought we were going to talk to the gypsies because it was, well, I mean, what point of the day is this now? Did we lose the whole morning doing this nonsense or was it a quick trip? Um, you've lost an hour or two, I'll say. All right. So what we're going to say is like 9 a.m. Yeah. I, I still think we should go hit the gypsies on the way out, the Vistani, talk to them if we can, and then, and then, uh, hightail it by noon to go talk to uh, to get to the next town. Are you going to the next town or the... Or, I'm sorry, to, to the, the, the guy's spot that we need. Like, by the time... The winery. And if we remember right, didn't one of the clues say something about empty jugs or something? Like, somebody check those clues. Uh...
Where'd you put that camera switch though? My notes are fucked up. Hmm. Um. Didn't you throw a picture of them? There's one that says, uh, seek a cask that once contained the finest wine, of which not a drop remains. There we go. All right, so was, yeah, we're doing this quest. I'm sorry. So are the Vastani on the way, or should we just go straight to the quest? No, we go to the Vastani first. All right, cool. I defer. Just for I mean, they might have, they might not have what I need, but maybe they have a suit of armor or something. Okay, so you guys head down to the uh, Vistani camp. Um, Hail Vistani. They awake. We see the morning fires. Yes, myself. Uh, yeah, you're not Jesus. Fuck <laughs> off. We're all, we're all Jesus. According to Jesus. No. All right. Welcome to the Vistani camp. Uh, the woods part to reveal an expansive clearing, a small grass-covered hill with low houses built into its sides. Fog obscures the details, but you can see that these buildings feature elegantly carved woodwork and have decorative lanterns hanging from the sculpted eaves. Atop the hill, above the fog, is a ring of barrel-topped wagons that surround a large tent with a column of smoke pouring out through a hole in the top. The tent is brightly lit from within. Even at this distance, you can smell the odors of wine and horses that emanate from the central area. Right, and the only other horses we saw were in the last Vistani camp, too. Right. Feel um, free to move yourself. Out, is anybody out in the bow, or they're like... Um, yeah, you see uh, a couple of guys uh, standing outside the tent uh, that seem to be arguing. Hmm. Good, Charmer. Um, you you hear uh, like as you uh, you guys get a little closer, uh, you hear like a whip noise, like Whoosh! and you hear uh, someone go ah. Is it a loud scream? Yeah. Yeah, let's go look. All right. Is it to the southeast? Uh, it's it's the the tent in the middle here. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so if you, you guys, I'm, I'm, if you guys can move yourself to kind of the area where I'm pinging. And this thing is zoomed out like a motherfucker. All right. Uh, so, piled outside the wagon are several empty casks of wine. 
From inside the tent comes the crack of a whip followed by the howls of a young man. There are three sputtering campfires filling the tent with smoke, and through the haze you see six Fistani passed out in various places on the dead grass. A barely conscious and shirtless teenager hugs the central tent pole, his wrists bound with rope and his back streaked with blood. An older, larger man in studded leather armor lashes the young man with a horsewhip, causing him to scream again. Standing on, in the bigger man's shadow is a third man, also clad in study leather. Easy, brother, he says to the whip-wielding brute. I think Alexis learns his lesson. Do they look like the Stani, or? Yeah. Hell, I mean, you know, interruption. He's like, hmm. The the guy with the whip seems to ignore you, but he stops whipping the teenager and actually goes and like unties him, and carries him off to the side. Um, so uh, the one. Vistani comes up uh, to you, the one who was like, easy, brother. And uh, I'm going to give you a picture of him. Oops. Man, this is difficult to do online. So that's what he looks like. Greetings, my name is Aragal. How can I help you? We come looking to trade. Just cut to the chase. Do you have long boats for a reasonable price? It's like, oh, you're coming to trade. A lot of long bow. Let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he, like, rubs his hands. And he's like, ah, uh, look, uh, we're dealing with uh, a serious issue right now. Uh, my niece, uh, Argo's daughter, uh, Arabelle, she's vanished. Um, she vanished about a day ago, and everybody here was drunk, and Argo wasn't here. Uh, so nobody knows anything. But we've, we've got to find her, no matter what. Uh, if if a longbow is what you want, if you can return Arabelle to us, I will, I will reward you. Well, I a longbow say, and more. And I'm just saying this right out front. A longbow would probably help us recover her, you know, easier up front. You know, if we had it with us to use against whoever or whatever. It's like, I'm not here to bargain. Here. I'm not here. Or actually, go ahead and make a pers uh, persuasion check. You're Thank absolutely you, to be persuaded by my magnificence. Yes, thank you, Father Bazool. Use your powers for good. Uh, that's a 17. It is a natural one. It is a 17 <laughs> because any roll under 10 is a 10. Natural ones always fail everything. It says that any <laughs> roll, 9 or under, can be considered a 10. Okay. Uh, it let, let, can be too, though. <laughs> all right, let, let me let me look at what is this under? Uh, College of uh, Eloquence. All right. I'm looking up the thing that I have. What is it called? Uh, I'm looking. Uh, 
silver tongue, I think is what it's called. Class traits, there it is. Uh, silver tongue, you make a charisma, persuasion, or deception check. You can treat a d20 roll of nine or lower as a 10. <laughs> That's, it means the total roll. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a total roll. So like, if so, it's like minimum ten, like not seventeen, yeah. like minimum ten. Yeah. Well, I read it as the dice roll was a ten plus whatever bonus you have. No. It's basically right, just a plus seven, and you roll one, and you end up with an eight. I think you get a ten. Yeah. Is what it's saying. Yes, except for the fact that natural ones always fail. Gia prerogative guy. Sorry. Yeah, Jim wins. He just shakes his head and he's like, I'm not here to bargain. Uh, if you help me find Arabelle, I will reward you. But I'm not going to pay you to go and find her how, and then never how, return. How long ago did she go missing? It was yesterday. And where did she go missing? She was here. Now she's not. I've already got my scouts scouring the woods. I'm going to step in and say, how about we pay you for it now and you give us the money back? Then we bring her back. He just like pinches, pinches his nose. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Artish. Own it. He's like, please leave. Just, if you happen to find Arabelle, I will reward you. But I'm not here to make deals right now. Cool. Um, but that guy. We do the winery first, or we look around for this chick? I don't have, I mean, I've got okay. I'm not like a pro wood finder guy. It's going to be more important. Life's more important. You want to find this chick? Look around. Is that your boat? I guess we should just find the woman. All right, we'll it's do, a little girl. But, uh, it's not a woman. Do <laughs> you want to fan out? Stick together? Who's got what? He, I got some really crappy survival for tracking. All right. He says, I've got my scouts scouring the woods in the area. Um, maybe check around town. Uh, they don't really like us in there, but maybe somebody saw something. Back to town. That mystical tart is where she's at. She's locked inside. You think she's in a... You think she's in a boy's wagon? Yep. Sex slave. All right, guys. Need input. We got conflicting goals here. We left, the tavern. we left the tavern with an objective. How, how like, this girl went missing when? Yesterday. Yesterday morning or last night? 
before the, you know what I mean? Yesterday, during the day, like everybody was drunk and nobody's paying attention and her father was away and no one remembers seeing or hearing anything strange. Well, she could have gone in the woods. She's a child. She's not a where. I asked where the last place she was seen was at. He, he literally just said here. Like where we're standing or? Yes. Yes. Can I investigate the area? Um, it's tracking. Yeah, give me a survival check. There are just so many footprints and it's grassy and dirty and you have no... I mean, I also wish to help, but my survival's not that great. Can I get garbage? I, I thought maybe an investigation might help, but got nothing. So I shrug my shoulders and say, I, I, we we already have a task. We, we really should move on. But I look to the group for the decision. I don't uh, I don't just speak out. out. Um, Charles is going to approach the man. Who is his missing daughter? Obviously, uh, the big rough guy. She, he, that was the guy he, who was whipping the other guy. Oh, not, not the guy that you were talking to. Uh, well, I want to go talk to the guy that talked to. Okay, the uncle. Um, excuse me, sir. Would you be able to show me where her dwellings would be? He points at a pallet that's nearby on the ground. Thank you. And um. Charles is going to go over, and he's going to start sifting through her things, looking for, like, notes, letters. Um, he's also going to motion for the guy to come with him. Um, there's n- nothing there except, like, a blanket and a little, little pallet on the ground. Has she been having trouble with anybody lately? No, she's just a child. Everybody loves her. Is there anybody that may have been, may have had ill will? Towards. It could have been anybody in the city. They really don't like us. Mm, have you been by the windmill lately? The windmill is. Hold on one second. It's like I don't think that the women at the windmill have anything to do with this. Mm. You understand we're just trying to check off the list for any possible nonsense. You understand? I understand. And I understand that the only people who cause us any trouble are the people in that village. Any points back towards the village you were just in? And well, Charles shrugs, gets a fireball ready. He's like, all right, well, time to burn the place down. In so, a joking so, so manner. No trouble but, from the vampires for you guys? You just love to walk up and talk to humans in the village. He says, "We have no problem with the devil strad." We are under his protection. We still call him the devil, though. Why are you under his protection? Just, just out of curiosity, there. Charles is already like on the way out, and he's like, "Yeah, like he's kind of done talking with you guys." Uh, unless you deliver his niece. Like, he doesn't want to talk about other things. He's, like, waking up people who are sleeping, and it's like, 
telling them that they need to go and scout south in the woods. Like a handful of other Vistani come back and it's like, we've looked everywhere, we can't find her. And it's like, well, go back out there until um, you find her. He's got scouts out. He's pretty sure they're in the town. We know nothing. No one was able to investigate anything. Um, what's the course, guys? Well, did anybody catch how urgent the delivery on the wine thing was? Like, does that need to happen right now? It doesn't need to happen right now. This is obviously a little more important. I agree. Yeah. So life over wine. I concur. I think we should definitely well, help these people. I'm more of a wine over blood think. kind of person. But I'm going to try and look around and, and do either survival or perception, whichever you would like me to. What are you look trying to do? Tracks. I'm going to look for tracks. I'm going to look for survival. Tiny um, footsteps. But yeah, tiny footsteps, and but more around the perimeter. Okay. Go ahead and give me a check. Because this shit's on a hill, right? Yep. Got it. Because the two level changes. Nothing. I'm going to keep trying, though. I mean, I'm going to sector it out. So, you know, like maybe a quad, quadrants. I mean, no. You find nothing. That's it, guys. That's what I got. Well, Charles is waiting for the rest of the group to come with him so they can go back to the city. He has his like hands just pockets. He's just like, fuck. So you're thinking to head back to you think he's right in his prejudices that it's the city, truly the city. There's it's always a possibility. There's no thing. There is no point in the the worst somebody could say is no. Obviously, we can probably find out a little bit more because there are more people there. And if a small child is wandering around alone, that would be the best place to look. Lindsay concurs and follows Charles. Okay, so you head back to the village? The town? Yep. We need to at least question it. Ask around. Nope. All right. Um. Gosh. I'm gonna go make some soup really quick. I'll be right back. All right. So uh, you make it back into the city, or the village, town, whatever. 
Um, this early in the morning, it does seem like there are uh, you know, some people out and about. Everybody going to do anything? Y'all just going to stand here quietly? We can go back to the tavern and ask them about it. Well, did we fail on our tracking? Yes, spectacularly. Um, all right. Uh, all right. As we enter the city, are there any like immediate groups of people nearby? Um, the closest thing Needs better scrolling. I'm trying to get to one. Uh, you do pass, uh, like just as you're coming into town right here, uh, there's a church with a large graveyard. It's a slouching centuries old stone church with a bulging steeple in the back and walls lined with cracked stained glass windows depicting pious saints. A fence of wrought iron encloses a, grave, a garden of gravestones next to the church. Okay. Uh, roll perception for that. What are you trying to... Just, I mean, we're looking for any trace of the girl. Uh... Okay. Yeah, give me a perception check. Natural 20. Okay. What time I got a natural 20 after all those natural ones? Yeah. Um, yeah. You do not see any trace of the girl in this part of town. What part of I was just saying, it figures. Okay, uh, guys, I really don't think she she came through this part of town. I mean, I'm pretty good at, at figuring things out, and I don't see nothing. How big a sector is he talking yeah. about? Like, like you can, yeah, you can do like a square or a circle or something if you want. Basically, standing here and looking around is not going to find it. You're going to have to go and okay. run down people, try and find some leads or something. All right. Uh, we're, the gate guards are at the gate? Yeah. Uh, is there a priest of anything or a monk or anything around that church? Not outside. Do you want to talk to the gate I guards? or? Yeah, I definitely want to talk to the gate guards and see if they saw anybody come through with a girl. That uh, a Vistani girl, or uh, maybe a wagon that uh, they couldn't see inside. Anything big enough to hide somebody? Give me a. Uh, that be a persuasion, or yeah, give me a persuasion. Investigation. Give me a persuasion check. Is that another natural twenty? Yes, it is. He's like the oh. the two guy guards. Is like one of them's like. Talking about like yesterday, 
like today or within the last 24 hours uh actually no recently right so you just went missing that she morning went, she went missing the previous day okay so yeah within the last 24 hours he's like let me think uh well, i did see bluto carrying a big old bag bluto you say now who is bluto uh he's just a drunk spends his whole day out there on the lake fishing is that near the Mastani camp? Can't see. No, it's the, the lake is north of town. But he came through the through the west gate. Yeah, come think of it, I ain't never I ain't seen him through this way much before that. And he was carrying a big bag. Yeah. Could there have been a body inside of it? They like look at each other wide eyed and they're like, uh. I mean, we, we, theory. we don't, we, we don't theory. search Nothing everybody who comes through. I hope not. Is this something around the size of a human body? Perhaps, just theoretically, hypothetically. I guess maybe. Did anybody else live with, with big, large sacks? Not that I can remember. Jake, quiet, buddy. We don't have a whole lot of people come through here much at all, really. All right, where's Bluto live? Uh, I rightly don't know. He usually spends a lot of time at the inn trying to drink his sorrows away if he's not out there on the lake fishing. Okie dokie, boys. Looks like we've got to leave. Just want to head towards the lake? Which inn? Uh, well, he said the inn. Yeah, which inn? The end of the, the water. The end, okay. So the one we stayed at. Yep. Ruh row, Scooby. <laughs> All right, so what y'all doing? Quiet down, buddy. Uh, I'd be heading to the end. I'd, I'd be getting everybody to come to the end with me. All right, as you leave oh, the guard... As you leave, the guards are like, all will be well. And also with you. Okay, so you go back okay. to the end? That would be my best guess, yeah. All right. You go back in there. Um, Is the church the morning lord? Uh, it appears so. Yeah. Are we at the end? Yeah. Go inside. The the woman's the only one in there. Um you do see uh, Rictavio. He is sitting at a table, like uh, sipping some wine and reading his book. All right. Uh, let's talk to the woman, see if she's seen Bluto, see if she knows where Bluto lives, maybe. Um, she's like, I can't rightly say. He's usually in here trying to 
trade fish, but he never catches any. Begging for wine all the time. I sometimes give him a little something to keep him quiet, but generally he's out there. He's the only one crazy enough I know to try and fish in that lake. Well, why would he? Go ahead. Why would he be uh, crazy enough to fish in that lake? I mean, it's it's dangerous out there, and I mean nobody's ever caught anything in years. He's out there every day. Is the quickest access to that lake through the north gate? Yeah, that's the lake gate, Lake Zarevich Lake. Any idea why he might be coming to the West Gate? No. He said he never catches any fish, correct? The lake is cursed. So, yeah. Hmm. What's it cursed with? I don't know. This whole Forsaken Valley is cursed. Oh, well, yeah. Well, man, this seems sus. He never catches fish. He's always out there fishing. I think he's just buzzing the bodies. Well, my whole thing is he, he, he never catches anything, but he came through with a big full satch. Yeah. You want to check the lake? But if there's, all right, if the lake is cursed, how is the lake cursed? Just out of curiosity, is there, is there any? It's just cursed in the way that everything is cursed here. There's no fish in the lake. The fish are sick. That type of thing. Wait a minute. These people served us steak, right? Wolf steak. Wolf steak. There's lots of wolves, which let's not get into the... Uh, the dynamics of that. Yeah, I got you. The fact that there's no prey for them to hunt, but there's lots of them. Maybe they eat rats, because those are also vampiric vermin. Maybe they eat people. Maybe. Maybe they're really maybe damn good maybe, wolves. Wolf Maybe the soil and green is people. Uh, but uh, if you brought the girl in, then chances are he took her to wherever he lives, which is either in town or by the lake. So nobody knows where he lives well, in town. He brought her in town. If it was by the lake, he'd have no reason to come to town with her. Why don't we go to the north gate and see if those guards saw him? Well, it might be back. might be easier to just walk, take the road. I mean, that might be one reason. I'm just saying, maybe maybe he went north. So we asked the guards at the north gate if they saw him come through with a sack. I agree. Let's do it. Okay. Work your you charm. Agree, so we do it. Yes, work your charm. All right. You make your way up to the. Uh... The north gate. Uh, two guards there. And they uh, open the gates to let you out as you walk up. Excuse me, fine, sirs. We're just wondering if you've seen Baruto in the last day or so carrying a large stack out of this gate. Um. Yeah, he, he left this morning. Going out there fishing again. Uh... How long ago was that? Mm, shortly after dawn. All right. I turned to the group. Guys, I'm pretty sure he took her this way. 
probably go to the lake. Yeah, probably. I fear what he may have planned. <coughs> yeah, I, I agree. Right. Let's follow. Come on, Scooby Dooby Doo. We got a lot to do now. <laughs> so we head north toward this lake. All right. Uh, at the foot of a, of the, a mountain, nestled in the misty forest, is a large lake. The water is perfectly still and dark, reflecting the black clouds overhead like a monstrous mirror. Uh, pulled up on the south shore are three small rowboats uh, in a state of bad disrepair. A fourth boat can be seen in the middle of the lake with a lone figure sitting in it, fishing pole in hand. Dang. Alright, I'm gonna... Are we, like, right on the edge? Yeah, um... I don't know if there's a map of the lake. You can give us the big map, I guess, right? Just so we can see the lake. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys are like right here. And uh let me see. Oh shit. Bluto out there in his boat fishing. Oh, he is a fish person. No, he's not. The the artists put like a blue tint on everybody's pictures. I, it's an artistic choice. He, he just looks like a man with no teeth. Yeah, he looks rough. Um, if we're right in the edge, first thing I want to do is like dip my foot in the water. Like, am I instantly killed? Is it metamorphosis? <laughs> no, uh, it's just water. Sweet. I asked the guys to hold up one second, and I like dip my head into the water to look around. Um, you don't see any fish or anything. Any life? Yeah, I mean, there's some but, like seaweed and you know aquatic plant life on the ground and stuff, but but like no fish, no no life at all, no crabs, nothing. No, like uh, there's maybe some minnows and frogs and stuff like that, but you don't see any larger fish. Perfect. Minnows. <sighs> I'm going to go. Minnows, hear me. Have you seen a person walking around down here from the land? Has a land person been down here? You can talk to fish? Yeah. They, I, can't, I can't understand them, but they can understand me. That's why I try talking to birds all the time, because uh, I can talk to anything that breathes water. Uh, well, birds don't breathe water, by the way. Um, <laughs> I know that, but my guy wouldn't know that exploring the fucking land. I think he would, because the land is I not made of water. I think he figured it out eventually. Yeah. Um, no, they don't make any sort of odd move. Yeah, movement or nothing. Yeah. Okay. They're very simple-minded creatures. Well, I pull my head up and I'm like, guys, I can definitely scout this like lake. Um, you guys want to go out there and row out and meet him or like what? Well, 
Uh, Charles is going to walk over to one of the busted-ass boats, and he's going to start casting Mending on it. All right. Yeah, you catch Mending. But it, it'll, it'll, it'll take time, obviously, due to how rough it may be, but he's going to begin patching it up. It, it doesn't take long at all. Like, you make it seaworthy within, like, a minute. All right. Many, yeah, they weren't one they weren't that bad. Boat. They weren't full of holes and broken and stuff. They were just kind of older and disrepair. What was your question? Uh, how many fit in one rowboat? Uh, you can fit five people in a rowboat. Do we have any life preservers? I'm gonna win on shore. All right. Probably was. All right. I'm gonna swim alongside the boat, but I'm gonna like keep looking underneath. I am going to put superfluous gear on the shore with Artish, the Death Dealer. Okay. Um, as you guys are getting ready, you see Bluto set down his fishing pole, and he stands up, and he picks up a big burlap sack, and he tosses it in the lake. Go get that sack. Make a perception check, everybody. Yeah, um, Charles and uh, Basil, you look and uh, you could have swear you saw that sack wiggle before it went under. I would, I fucking launched it, launch it to the water like as fast as I possibly can. Yep. All right, uh, make an athletics check. And uh, I'll say since you're an aquatic person, you can get have advantage. This is your wheelhouse. Yeah, athletics are not my wheelhouse. Stay. <laughs> You've been out of the water too long. Um, Do what? You've been out of the water too long, so you, you struggle as you uh, try and swim. It's like 400 yards out there, so or 400 feet away from the shore. Yeah, if this was structured, I would like to use the dash. <laughs> I would like them to go as fast as possible. Right. Um, is anybody else going to try anything? Um, we're in a boat, right? Yeah, you just got the boat pushed out. Yep. We're going to row in. Is this just like a regular rowboat? All right, who's our most athletic person other than Artish, since he's staying on the shore? I am a zero bonus. Well, no, I'm a negative one to strength. Can I drop the gnome? The halfling? Can you throw the halfling? Yeah. Do you want to do that? Do you want to throw the halfling? What? What is? What are you guys doing? You're pretty sure that the little girl's in the bag. Well, I understand that, but like, fucking Charles has the fucking he has the paddles. He's rowing. He's going. All right, make an athletics check. <laughs> this is kind of just like the flint stuff. Me, the flint stuff. We're like running in place. Everybody's rowing real hard. No one's going anywhere. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
What are you doing? That <clears throat> How far can you throw me? Do you think? Basil, what did you roll athletics for? What are you doing? Uh, keeping the boat on course. Well, uh, Charles was paddling. With the, yeah. yeah, and I was I was on the rudder. Okay. Well, you don't. How far do you think you can throw me, Artish? I don't know. Let's look. Uh, my speed is pretty quick in water. Assuming, I'm, assuming I'm stout and I okay. weigh like 90-ish uh, pounds tops. What's my gear? I drop all my. I drop everything superfluous on the shore. Yeah. Artish, make an athletics check with advantage because he's helping you. Okay. Uh... All right. You grab the back of him, and you swing him around a couple of times and toss him off into the water, and he gets out there a bit, and he dives. Uh, so go ahead and make me an uh, athletics check there, uh, Flinzer. I had an idea since I, since I rolled my, my strength check. Strength check. Uh, can I charm person right now? Uh, what's the range on it? Uh, anybody I can see with it. Oh, 30 feet. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gotta get closer. <laughs> Never mind. All right, Flinzer, you hit the water and, uh, you start swimming, but you really mm -hmm. haven't lived much of an aquatic life. So you're kind of struggling to tread water yourself. Doggy battling. Yep. Um, all right, so we've got Delvos and Flinzer are in the water, right? Yes. And everybody else is on the boat except for Artish is on shore? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to give you guys one more round of action here. What are you doing? <clears throat> Um, how close are we to the boat now? Um, you're probably about, a, I mean, you just kind of got the boat out there. Um, it's probably still like 300 feet away. My life. All right. You see the uh, the burlap sack come back up in the water, up to the top, and you see it thrashing about in the water next to the boat. The guy's just sitting there with his fishing pole. This guy's mentally unstable. Yeah. Um, Charles is going to raise his voice. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Get that sack out of the water. He ignores you. He's just sitting there, staring in his face, fishing. Son of a bitch. Do we can do we need to roll initiative or like? No, just tell me uh, what you're no, doing. I, I just want to let you know I'm about to start casting fucking scorching ray here in a moment. What's the range on that? That's a good question. 120 feet. At, that's a lot, actually. Holy shit. Yeah, you're still, still not that close. So. 
Yeah. Oh, well, uh, he's going to keep rowing. There you go. Better, bigger than a seven. You got this. All right. Delvos, uh, go ahead and give me another athletics check. And Flinzer as well. Now that I'm in the water, can I not be acrobatic? Um, it's athletics. You're trying to power swim as fast as you can. Okay, so they, he threw me. Assuming that was farther than the boat, can I like try to pull myself into the boat as the boat is coming by me right now? Yeah. Got okay. a sixteen. Um, Devils, you managed to get up. Uh, you're like power swimming, and you just fucking like motorboated out there, and uh, you reach just as the uh, the sack stops moving and starts going back under. And you're out at his boat. Everybody else is, you're probably about 100 yards away still. Yeah, can I make that a life check to get the boat up to, or well, eh, keep that to like 80 feet and um, going to try and reach Delvos to be like, hey, bring the sack over here. You know, if he comes up, give the sack air. Yeah. What are you doing, Delvos? <laughs> Uh, well, first I want to support it so that it's not underwater. Yeah, it's on my shoulders. It's it's a little heavy. Uh, it's not moving. All right, I'm gonna quickly swim. I can move my full forty in uh, water. Um, I quickly swim back to our boat. I ignore the douchebag. Okay. He ignores you. Sweet. Do I make right. it? Yeah, you get back to the nope. pull a sack onto the boat. Um, Carl's going to take his dagger and like cut the knot and then like try and open it up. You open it up and uh, there is a uh, young Vistani girl inside. It's not a mega puppies. Nope. And help, uh, help us push the boat back to um Artish quick. She is uh, blue. Does Kira Wounds do anything? Say what? Would cure wounds help her? I don't know. Um, I'm going to be using a medicine check to start CPR. <laughs> All right, go yeah, ahead and give me a medicine check. I'll with whoever is left to grow. And if yeah. we're going we're going past old boy, I'll stop and help the um, the halfling get back into the boat. Yeah, I assumed I was back in the boat, so I'm going to row the boat back to shore. Okay, you guys are rowing Take back to shore. Um, and I'll assist by swimming fast and pushing. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and give me that medicine check. Charles? Oh, mm. What's one of the I use my inspiration. Oh. You have to say it before. Huh? You have oh. to say it before to make the roll. Um, what were you doing, uh, Basil? Well, if she looks like she's passed out, I'm going to use Cure Wounds. All right. Um, you reach down and you cast Cure Wounds on her, uh, and uh, let me see here. Uh, hmm. Yeah, she's not moving. She's not responding. Oh, shit. 
help each other uh, get the advantage on the rolls. Let me think. It, uh, are we are we close enough to shore that I can stop and I can assist on another the next roll? I mean, it's been a, like a minute or two to get back to shore. Um, we got five minutes of nowhere. <laughs> That's all we need. Maybe it's cold here. Was the water cold? <laughs> yeah, it's chilly, but not freezing. How far out are they from me, Mike? Uh, we'll say they're pulling up to shore right about now. And Charles is like frantic at this point. I'm going to cast command on the girl. Okay. Let me see. And my one word command is breathe. Let me see here. Clever girl. <laughs> the spell has no effect if the target is undead, doesn't understand your language, or the command is strictly harmful. Target full spell. You know what? Let's see. Um, Damn, you saved. <laughs> yeah. Um, she does not start breathing. She does not. No. Damn, can you do it again? Shocking breath. <laughs> Dude, while I'm, I'm like kind of bobbing in the water, seeing them struggle, I'm gonna fucking do a 180 and head straight back toward this fucking douchebag in the boat. Okay. Um. I'm gonna make a second attempt when capable. Yeah. Um, you're going to make a, you're going to cast command again? Charles, well, Charles is also going to attempt to um, provide CPR and um, if it comes down to it, he's going to defibrillate the little girl. <laughs> okay. oh, um, no. Um, I'm going to use my Can I assist on uh, like a medicine Oh, hold on, he's going to use inspirations. That's a yeah. that's advantage right there. I mean, if he helps, if you have helping, you get a, a, a advantage. So you can save your inspiration. Right. Yeah, I'm just saving my inspiration then. All right, yeah, let me assist and then save the inspiration for help me, motherfucker. <laughs> what were you doing? CPR. Yeah. Basically, CPR. So, you know, life-saving breathing at this point is what they call it. Everybody, so with, it, with advantage. Uh, are you going to roll cleanser? Sorry. No, you just, somebody. I, 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 I was, I was, no, because he's helping you. Advantage. You just get to roll oh, okay. with advantage. Oh, heaven. <laughs> that was not a very good advantage roll. Yeah. It's not having any effect. Uh, artist, you say you're trying something different? I'm going to try casting heroism. 
heroism. Yeah. Um, It'll make her brave. I mean, if she was conscious. Okay. Nothing happened. But she did get uh, hit points, right? Yeah, she's got temporary hit points, I guess. But I mean, uh, you already like tried to cure wounds. A medicine check with advantage as well, using the inspiration. How do you use inspiration? Uh, with just so, hit advantage. Yeah, you just put it on advantage, but then you unclick where it says inspiration and take uh, your little dragon away. So, medicine. God damn it. I'm pretty sucks with medicine checks, man. Well, game's like, no, you're not saving her. Fuck off. While we're doing this, can I investigate the body to see if she's actually just not breathing or if she has any that's, wounds? That's what the medicine check is, right? Yeah. God, I thought we were all just trying to won't. save her. But, like, while they're all doing this, can I spin around and, and after I've oh, tried well. to help one of them and see if there's any, like, actual physical wounds on the girl? There aren't. Well, I was just trying to see if uh, she was alive. Would that be perception instead of medicine? I mean, she's cold and blue at this point. Ooh, Ooh it's getting I'm cut. Go the water. I'm telling you, give it a shocking grass. <laughs> that might actually kill her. She's got 10 hit points. Uh, well, two with one hand. <laughs> Get. Well, I mean, if we can't stabilize her and we can't heal her, then... I'd say that she's probably beyond our help. Give her a shocking well, pinch. I mean, can I GM? If you want to give it a shot. Come on, natural 20. That's with advantage because she's already down. Yep. Okay, you put your hand on her and send the power through. Um... Go ahead and uh, roll damage. <laughs> roll low. Please roll low. Oh, God. The two of that gets soaked away, right, from the tip hit points. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, what's your spellcasting modifier? Uh, three. And checking them on. It's wisdom and uh, your... Uh, the plus two for your uh, proficiency bonus. this in my head. I'm, I'm a charisma caster, not a wisdom caster. Oh, all right. Well, charisma bonus and uh, charisma bonus is three. Plus two, so that's five. He did two points of lightning damage to this uh, little waterlogged girl. Um, you guys are really putting a lot into this. <laughs> we wanted to live. So well, We wanted to live, Come on. I mean, I, I, I felt we were fucked when my cure wounds. He didn't even let me roll for cure wounds. So. <laughs> Charles is just desperate at this point. 
damn it, come on! Alright. She wish you took a few levels of necromancer, didn't she? <laughs> right? If we couldn't win this with the sea guy in that lake grabbing her, come on. Come on. If she dies, we're definitely killing Pluto, right? Oh, no, I'm going to take care of I got it. I'm working my way to him. He's so done. <laughs> we should probably catch him alive, just saying. Look, yeah, at, I'm look working my way to him. All right. Still got some real hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 hey. All right, so I Googled this, and um, there is a 91% survival rate for bystander CPR people from people who have been pulled out of the water. So she got very, very. But you guys have been failing, so um, plus you shocked her. Um, Cracked her with two electric. Bam. Yeah. All right. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna roll a percentile. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say, since you guys failed, uh, that's going to be half. So she's got a, she's got a 45% chance to be resuscitated here. That's what I'm going to give you. So are we going under or over? The number <laughs> under. under it's got to it's gotta be 1 to 45 can, on a percentile. Can I do okay. it? And you just might lay on hands to give us a bonus simultaneously? How much of your lay on hands are you using? All of it. This is a little girl. I'm going to use all of it. <laughs> Can I need bardic inspiration, Anna? Uh. <laughs> hey, that's good. 8%. Yeah. Can I ring a bell? She suddenly sits <laughs> up and starts coughing up water. Woo, shocking hands. <laughs> Woo. And lay on hands and everything you guys did. Shocking grass. I gave it to you. All right. You doubted me. Did we get inspiration for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you guys inspiration for this. <laughs> You've already had it. You don't get to get in, but. I like gave that immediately walk. turned to the douchebag in the boat. I'm going to, um, am I there yet? Near him? Uh, you were heading back out there, right? Yep. Yeah, you're, you get back out there. All right, is she coming this time? I uh, you go somewhere? don't even say anything to him. I just try and, like, pull his boats in and see what he does. Sorry, one second. Wife aggro. Okay. <laughs> Time is ending her. Um, sorry. So you get out to the boat. What are you doing? I said, uh, I don't want to say anything to him. I just want to like start pull, pulling the boat or pushing the boat into the shore. Okay. Let's see what he does. He doesn't move. He like, he just sits there holding his fishing pole. Unless you're going to creature the black lagoon is asked to pull another one. No. Soon as the, um, Oh, is within range. I would like to scorching ray this cocksucker. Well, do we want to keep him alive so that the uh, gypsies can have their way with him? 
No. I feel like that would probably get us in good with them. Also, I'd like to use perception on the lake. What are you trying to look shoulder. see at the lake? Uh, I'm a little bit worried that he's uh, so calm and he's still got the fishing pole in the uh, in the thing. I think maybe I think maybe he's waiting on something, and I'd like to see if I can see a, any movement on the water or or anything like that. So, give me a perception check. She was big. The uh, searching or He seems to be in some sort of trance. Scorching Ray is it fires three projectiles and they all yep. do 2d6 fire damage. Yeah. Give me three attack rolls. If you're doing it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to hold. I'm going to wait. And, like, if this man is truly in a trance, then we can just hog tie his ass and drag him out to the Sonny camp. But if you were to put a fight, be like, but with that, if he's, if, if he's concentrating on a spell, will that interrupt his spell? If he's if he's summoning up something from the deep, I mean we basically stopped the ritual sacrifice if there was one. Uh, cool. Well, I'll just go keep pushing a bit, dude. All right. You can still punch him in the throat, and and that would be okay. I feel like <laughs> he's probably charmed. This possibility. All right. So they're within range. Can I can I lasso the boat, and then maybe we use the rope to tie him up to his own boat. Okay, so you got the boat there. What are you doing? It's on shore. Are you going to try and tie oh, him up? What? He doesn't run or anything? He's I'm just gonna... there in, the, in a trance? Yeah. I'm going to... I'll escort this guy back into town and turn him into the authorities. Why don't you guys take the girl to her people, and then I'll meet you there. We should tie him up. Yeah. We should tie, tie him up to up. her people. Tie him up to his hands, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to carry him. But, um... Charles will carry the girl. Okay, yeah. She's breathing, but unconscious. She has uh, a large scorch mark on the front of her dress. <laughs> <laughs> was it me? Oh, yeah, you know, to desperate measures to bring her back. It was, yeah, it was extreme. Are we playing a group of, is what you're saying, artists, you're trying to take this guy alone, and then everyone else is going to go back to the Vistani camp? Yeah, town's right there. It's not far at all. All right. Well, just out of precaution, I'm gonna escort you. In essence, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm just Thank saying you. that the town doesn't really care about oh, Ludo, and that the people do. The the Vistani do care. I'm well, sure they would care. I would prefer to extract some information first. Okay. So uh, you pull him out of the boat, and he just kind of like drops his fishing pole, and he's like, "What are you doing?" You committed crimes against Skyrim and her people. Oh. Uh, Charles is just going to shoot the man this cold look. Like, cold, cold. Like, he just tried to kill a child. You just threw a little girl in the lake. What do you mean, what's going on? She's a Vistani. They're lucky. I wanted to catch a fish. I punch him in the eye. All right. Roll to attack. He used to be a fisherman until he took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> uh, we roll, what type of attack? Just a regular old yeah, melee? Just, just melee attack. Yeah. Okay, it does zero damage. I don't have to roll for it. <laughs> Do you have negative one strength modifier? Uh, yeah. 
Oh, okay, yeah, you can't punch anybody hard enough to hurt him. Yeah, you just punch him, and he's just like, what? I, 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 I use my cutting words to make him feel horrible, though. Oh, that's good. It doesn't affect him. He doesn't. He, he's just like, whoa. Or are you saying uh, you're going to use your spell? No, no, I'm oh. not using my spell. Oh. I'm not a character. Wait, so he he thinks she's lucky. Why does he think throwing her in the lake is going to make him catch a fish, though? Like, like he wouldn't just holding her. Sacrifice something lucky to the lake. What are you um, trying to discern, Arnish? Uh, if this guy's just simple, to be special. Uh, he's just a hollow shell of a man. Uh, mm-hmm. Would it be perception or arcana to see if this is done uh, magically? Arcana. Also, like, is he possessed? Basically? Yeah. Hollow shell of a man. As far as you can tell, he's just kind of like. We'll take it. Yeah. This is just him. This is how he sure, is. Basil the fumbler. Look, sometimes it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he had like two twenties in a row before, but then he's anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of the water and uh I'm down to if you guys wanna split, I'm cool with that. I don't it doesn't face me. Okay. Well you walk as a party back to the the gate. Um like the guards see you with the Vistani girl and escorting Bluto. And they like, they open the gates and they're like, what's going on here? He kidnapped this child and tried to throw her into the lake, claiming that she was lucky to catch some more fish. Like, he looks and he's like, Bluto, did you toss that little girl in the lake? He's like, yeah. And they just like yeah. shake their heads and they're like, and uh, one of the guys like, I'll take him to the Burgermeister. What you gonna do? Classic Bluto. <laughs> <laughs> Every other week, <laughs> give him his five, send him out of the way. Um, I would like to send one of our party members with you to um help decide this because if the Vistani would like him because of what he did to one of their young, I believe it would be good to keep both parties in good graces with each other. Make a persuasion check. Can we use my inspiration on this because moral relations are uh... the inspiration you just got? Eh, yeah. Oh, well, no, I didn't use it before. So. Yeah. Um, well, now you don't have it. Uh, he's, yeah. uh, he's like, um, those damn gypsies don't get to determine our laws. That's handled mm. by the Burgermeister. Mm. What I mean to say is that if you keep them in your good graces and vice versa, prices may go down. He's just like, I don't give a damn. Oh, well, I'll go fuck myself then. All right, have a good one. <laughs> uh, the people in this village do not like the Vistani. I can tell. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we got it. <laughs> um, There's only two guards. Yep. Um, inside the walls, there are some uh, like uh, little platforms along the top of the wall. Uh, and every once in a while, you see like someone like doing a patrol around the top there. But at the gate, there's only two. And they close it behind you as you guys enter. Uh, is somebody going right, to follow them? Or... You guys still want to split or... Yeah, I don't think having that girl in this town is going to be safe. All right, so who's doing what? Well, obviously, I want to go back with the girl. Are we trying to uh, not get the Vistani to murder this guy? And And maybe possibly, you know, maybe burn the town down or something to that effect? I mean... You're trying to avoid that sort of outcome? Depending on your alignments, we could just tell the Vistani that, like, we found the girl, but she was falling in the lake. We don't even have to mention this guy. I believe that there are ways to do this that would be just. And if this drunkard were to somehow disappear one way or another, in in compensation for taking a child, of all people, Maybe we can get some exit potions. Uh, You already discussed the terms for what you wanted for saving this girl, dude. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, if they're, if they want to, you know, if you want to do that for free, that's on you. But, like, these guys have supposed exit potions. We could for sure get a free one and test it on a dog and see if it just kills it dead. If nothing else, we could get in the good graces of a son. Yeah, at least this group. This seems to be the only people who can offer us gear or any sort of way out. Any sort of quality, anything beyond the limitations of 200-year-old product. And I bet that he'll be giving us a discount if we give them not only the daughter, but the man who who tried to kill her. And the town won't care too much since he's just a fisherman that doesn't catch any fish. I mean, uh, well, but it's how they're going to they're going to be super pissed if you guys want to eliminate the guards. We need to decide, but I don't know. I don't know about because this town seems friendly to us. Buzzle will create the distraction. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Someone playing, needs to playing distract like, my, my drum. Not only the guards, but poetry. Also, poetry the paladins, so I can go to work. Well, I do believe that um, Artish may actually be on board with this idea. But that's totally up to him. Uh, Charles is, he's neutral good. But this is a crime that cannot be forgiven very slightly. I mean, the guard has already taken him. Well, in no, custody. Well, fuck it. And Ardish is lawful good, and he is a protector. So, I guess maybe we should go back to the Vistani with the girl, and if they want us to go take this guy out, I might be willing to take on that job. 
What is your alignment? You didn't, it is not actually on your sheet. Flinzer. What's that? Flinzer, what's your alignment? Catech neutral. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty squirrely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's head back then. Okay, so you head back to the Vistani camp? Yep. Yeah. Hail. I play the flute as we arrive. And flute. All right. You return to the Vistani camp. <laughs> it's pretty piss poor. <laughs> pretty average tune. It's it's a sad song. That's what it is. Yeah. Literally. All right. Well, you get back here, and uh, as you come up with the the girl limp in your arms, um, you know, the two Vistani brothers come rushing out. Uh, Luvesh, her father, the one with the beard, uh, runs out and takes her from your hands. And he's like, oh, my sweet baby, my baby. And he, like, brings her inside, and uh, Aragal comes back up to you, and he's like, she brought her back to us. What what happened? Now, hear me out. She was abducted. Hmm. We found the person that did it. Um, we brought her back to life. She's soaking wet. He was trying to offer her up to the lake as a good luck charm. He says, um, he, he just like curses and spits. I understand. But she is back in your care now. She is alive. That's the most important part to know. If we didn't do what we had did, I hate to say it in this sort of manner, but you wouldn't have gotten her back. Well, I thank you very much. Please, let, let me reward you. And uh, he says, come with me. You know, Charles Wallace only is like, I don't care. Yeah. I follow. Where is the one? Uh, I don't know. Well, he takes you to one of the wagons. Uh, okay. And uh, he pulls a key out from around uh, a necklace, and he opens it with a click, opens the lock, and uh, swings the doors open. And uh, there are actually there's two padlocks. Um, his brother gives him the other key from around his neck, and he takes the two keys, and he opens both padlocks. And, uh, he opens the doors, and inside there's several chests, uh, along with some other items. Uh, so, let's see. He's gonna say, uh, he's, he like climbs up into the wagon. He's like, "Tell me what you want, and I'll do what I can." Well, our name your reward, friend here. He would like a long bow, I believe. <laughs> Is that correct? Yes, I could use a longbow with some arrows. 
do you know of anything to fight vampires? Well, we already know about that. But do they have anything in this room that can help us fight vampires? They're making a killing off of this place. They're not going to help us kill those vampires. Not willingly. Like, well, I mean, like in an underhanded way, can I ask this guy? <laughs> well, he's, well he, hear me he out. He says, tell me, name an item, and I will do what I can. Or a type of item, a reward. Okay, so that he's not going to list out what he's got. That's clearly obvious, right? Right. He's like, do you want equipment? Do you want money? He's like, you said a longbow, didn't you? Indeed. We did. With All arrows. Right. All right. So he goes digging uh, through, and uh, he takes a... Uh, give me one second here. I'm going to... Play man. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Get it. Had a man seen play mail? <laughs> no. Yes. Well, no, don't get all freaky. Not at this point. Um, or just, uh, what was it? Reinforced chainmail? The um, non credible? Vampiric and destructible wooden spikes? What? Oh, no, whoa. <laughs> I didn't know those existed. <laughs> they do now. Welcome to Homebrew Central. I'm not going to give you an artifact. Do you have any crossbow bolts to do radiant damage? Wait, who's carrying a crossbow? I'm asking for a lot. Like, try and keep simple ads. Are you (laughs) using a crossbow? I have a hand crossbow. Oh. Oh, listen, I'd like to get my hands on it. Yeah. It is not a special dude, just a normal longbow. <laughs> Stater's longbow. Do you have an ethereal dagger that is. All right. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. <laughs> Actually, were we, I'm sorry. Weren't we looking for holy water at one point, or at least the components to make holy water? Um. These are not very good. Um, um, Okay, he pulls out a longbow. Uh, It's extremely finely well-crafted. It's... uh, completely black, but it's got, like, red trim on it. And uh, he tosses it to you, and he's like, man, serve you well. I have um, two more requests. One is fairly small, simple. As a matter of speaking, can you put in a good word for us, for your other compatriots that are around this um, this land? Oh, have no, have no worry about that. The Vistani owe you a great debt. And the second is a, um, just a simple shield. That is all I'm asking. A shield. Hmm. He goes digging through his treasures, uh, and he pulls out a, uh, 
a, a small shield. A buckler? Um, no, not a, not buckler size. It's, it's a small shield. Um, you know, made of iron. Uh, it's got a. Uh, uh, like a, a wolf on it in profile, like it's somebody's uh, uh, like family crest or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one one tiny thing we can actually pay you for this one if you have it is a pearl worth fifty gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like a pearl. Hmm. Yeah, Pearl. and he reaches into a, a bag, and he's like, "There you go. Oh, thank you very much, Flinzor. <laughs> fifty gold, please." I willingly hand out the fifty gold, and as I do so, I ask him, and I hold up my rapier and ask, "Do you have anything that would upgrade me from this?" You, you've got a silver sword. I know, but this way I can dual wield and get rowdy. So you want a you you want a a light weapon? I want I want a I want a weapon comparable to the rapier that would be effective against a vampire. Even if it's another rapier, he's, like he's, silver rapier, anything like a silver rapier. He's like I'm sorry, <laughs> I, silver. We I don't really we've know. established the fact that silver doesn't seem to do shit against vampires for some reason. He's like, uh, a, you want a silvered weapon? Yes. Is that what you're asking for? And he's like, well, hmm. Uh, yeah, he pulls out uh, a silver dagger. He's like, I have this. I graciously accept. Okay. All right. This is my lost dagger. So, so you've got a dagger, you've got a longbow, you've got a shield. Artish. And a, and a pearl. Yeah, well, the pearl you purchased. But. Yeah. Artist, can what I do you got? Can I also get just minor, like, do you happen to have some wolf leather and maybe some arrows and a quiver? Um, he, he gives you a quiver of arrows. Thank you. Yeah, he's like, I, sorry, I don't have any wolf leather. Okay, thank you, sir. It was a pleasure rescuing your blood. Give you, I give him the, the chest salute. All right. Um, Artish, do you have any requests? I linked my request. You what? <laughs> I linked my request. Adamantite armor. Yeah, no. He does not have adamantite armor plate mail. Is well, there any sort of armor? Better armor, yeah. What are you wearing? Chain. Full chain. We're studded leather for our light guys. I don't know if wizards can wear studded leather. Not make it dragon scale. He might be offended by that. Let me see here. Armor. Like studded leather would help the rogue for sure. I think I already have studded leather. I just want to let you know that we are robbing these people blind. (laughs) (laughs) We had to get wet. (laughs) Listen, I already did that at the last village. Yeah. Also, you guys are not in the not in the wagon with him. He, you're standing out back yeah. of it, and he's like grabbing stuff. Give me a few. So he just tosses it. He's like, "Here, take it. Take that. Take that." 
I'm also going to note this wagon. All right. Um, so you're wearing chainmail, you said? Yes. Okay. Um, he offers you a... Uh, Sorry. A suit of splint mail. Very finely crafted, intricately designed. Sweet. I'll be shiny. All right. And uh, Basil, you're the only one who hasn't gotten a reward. What do you want? Uh, I mean, the only thing that hurts vampires is radiant and running water. Uh, I'm not good with any real attacks. Like wood, right? Wood hurts them. Only if you get them in the heart. Oh, you can't like bludgeon one. So no. Basically, any he's he's not to heal from. He's not right, going right. to give you something specific. Like right. Say you want a weapon. Say you want armor. You want a sword. You want a bow. You know. Don't say, I, mean, I want some crossbow I, I, bones I, I, of radiant damage. Say, I, yeah, I want, to, I want to see maybe if he's got a crossbow better than what I have. Uh, a hand crossbow. A light crossbow. Uh, the one I have does 1d8 damage. Plus my modifier, so 1d8 plus 2. Is so a crossbow? A light crossbow. It should be a hand. All right. uh, if you get your hands on a repeating crossbow eventually. Um, uh, so you're using yeah. a light crossbow? Yeah, that's what I think I got. I mean, that's what it says I have. I mean, you could have gotten, you know, the heavy crossbow. You already had one of those available to you. Well, it depends on his proficiencies, right? Yeah. Can you use a heavy yeah, crossbow? I don't, think, I don't think I'm proficient with heavy crossbow. I think I'm right. proficient with one-handed weapons. Right, so a light crossbow is a one-handed weapon. Yeah, you like unlocked David Sling. Yeah, you're not gonna get anything better than that. Yeah, and then I guess I'd look for any armor that's gonna give me armor class better than thirteen. What, what if we pay him? What are you wearing? Studded leather. No, like you notice that they're all wearing studded leather too, so it's probably the best that yeah. they have available to them. I mean, scale mail? Uh, split mail. Is he also by chance willing to sell us any of these items beyond the rewards? Sure. Oh, uh, what about any healing potions? Are there any healing potions in there? Um, you want some healing potions? Yeah, uh, he is willing to sell you yeah. healing potions. Uh, or if you want that as your reward? Yeah, but, I mean... Yeah, he 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 pulls out uh, two vials and hands them to right. you. Uh, it's uh, they're both potions of greater healing. And that's your reward. Now, if you want to buy any, he will sell you basic healing potions uh, for seventy-five gold each. The bulk of the group wears leather armor, other than Ardish, right? I don't wear any armor. 
Me neither. Even the nudist. Oh, so yeah, there's only two they, of us that wear leather armor? In general? Yeah, the monk and the mage don't wear armor. Uh, you and the bard wear leather, and then Artish wears heavy. So if I could just say, hey, let me buy two sets of studded leather, how much would you run us on that? You want studded leather? Well, I mean, does, does he have... It gives you bigger negatives for your stealthy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. I didn't think about that. Well, one set of studded leather, then. I mean, he's already wearing oh. studded leather. Basil's already wearing oh. it. Then, then there's no point, then. I take that back. Then there is no please, thank you. Uh, there's no point in my questions. I'm sorry. I am dumb. Hold on now, guys. Let me double check the, the penalty on on what? Monks cannot wear armor unless you were. No, I'm not talking about for me. All right. Yeah, there's no um, there's no stealth disadvantage on studded leather. You're good. Um, it's it's just all around better. Yeah. Yeah, studded leather oh. is uh, our one more armor. It's twelve plus dex. Plus dex mod. Yeah. So don't forget that either, Bazool. Like if you're wearing some stealthy studded, it's your it's your yeah AC twelve plus dex mod. Yeah, my dex mod is two. So when I look on D and D Beyond, they're the ones that have the calculations on for Yeah, um, fourteen. So. Uh, None of these items are magical. Right, 14. Uh, just so you know. Uh, if you're going to look into it, uh, they're finely crafted, but they are not magical. Um, not so. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be identifying most of these items just in case. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be magical. Okay. So if I get studded, I still have my dex modifier, which will put me in an AC 15 instead of an AC 14. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, he'll Four tell you... The only disadvantage is cost and three pounds of weight. Yeah. Which is sort of moot point. Okay, you, then yeah. How much would uh how much would a set of studded then be? Um for you he'll sell it to you for sixty five gold. So that's fine. All right. Did anybody want to buy any health potions or if I sell him my standard leather armor, in he's not interested in buying it. He's not interested. Uh, but if you oh, want to sell go it, in town and, go in town and sell it where everything is fucking rare. Um, did, uh, did it, you could sell uh, it. In, you can sell it in town for its full price of ten gold. They would buy it at the, the, the hey, shop. Cost, that's good. Can flims or consecrate weapons or anything like that? Under the right circumstances. Uh, he can empower his weapon. But he can't do it to anybody else? No. Kings are can't empower anybody. I can't. You mean artist? Artist, yeah. <laughs> yeah, artist. I was like, I'm a rogue. I can't do any of that. <laughs> I meant artist. Yeah, it's just my own weapon. Man, you can't. Yeah, okay. Alright. I could probably cast. Said, man, I'm happy as a pick of shit. So whenever you guys, <laughs> just whenever you, uh, 
you know, he keeps asking you guys about heal potions. Do you guys want heal pots or? Yeah, I don't know how that works at D and D. We covered that. We covered it. I got I got two. If you guys think that's enough, or oh, we're we're gonna need at least Reaper. Reaper would be good. I don't need those. Well, I'm I'm just saying as a precaution, just in case somebody goes down near you and you don't want to waste lay on hands. Yeah. So two, okay. two, two twenty five for three each. Well, hold on. How many of us are there? Five. He's only got it's one. He's only, he's only got, got a grand. He's only got four potions for sale. Oh, my <laughs> that's my bad. Sorry, guys. Fuck it. Five up. Yeah. So uh, he said they were seventy-five each. Three hundred. So three hundred gold, uh, and those are potions of healing. Uh, Basil, the two he gave you are potions. potions. Yeah, greater healing. Cool. Mm-hmm. That might fail. I'll need to uh, add that to my inventory. All right, that that pulls me back down to one thousand two hundred forty-one gold, five silver. Yeah, so a uh, potion of greater healing will be 44 plus 4 hit points when you drink it. Does he have any scrolls or spells for sale? He does not. Um, the regular potions of healing are 2d4 plus 2. Those are the three buffs I do to weapons in Rome. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you rescued a little girl. So. Last question, are there any relics, like uh, religious relics that he has for sale? It's like, I'm not superstitious. <laughs> okay, okay. Just checking. Yeah, we should probably go by the church and stock up. Um, what time of day is it? Uh, it's a little past noon now. And we could probably still make the winery, right? I tell it. I mean, we could even short rest and probably still make it. And, like, once we get there, provided it's not all fucked up and haunted, we could surely board up there for the night and be like, okay, we're just not inviting anyone in. If you guys are worried about resting. Or if you want a short rest before, if that'll help anybody. I don't know. We could do all of that right now and then just bop, 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 go the next morning. Like here in town, you want to do a long rest in town and then just. I mean, well, I mean, we haven't had any encounters, so it doesn't matter. The decision is do we go right now, risk walking, encounters, etc., or do we just say, hey, screw it, rest, call it new morning and go? I, I mean, I can, I can shell out another five gold or whatever it is for us to sleep one more night 
and be like, hey, man, we're still going to go get your thing. We just ran into a kid. Oh, whatever. I'm cool with whatever. Let's see you guys. Make a decision. <laughs> I'm cool either way. Yep. I was just happy with the outcome of this mission. Surely get on our way to go to that uh, winery. Okay, yeah, there we go. Charles wants to move to the winery. I'm down. Let's go. Let's hit it. All right, we're rolling to the winery. What time of day is it? Noonish. Noonish. Okay. I do want to get that blazing sword, and it does seem like this is our best bet. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Well, hello, uh, uh, the fortune. Sorry, I just remembered we should probably look at that. Uh, the cast, dragon's house, sickness. Find the girl driven to insanity. Nope, not that one. He lurks in the one place which he must return. Okay. All right. Never mind. None of these really scream at me that we uh, the lake was was a place we needed to visit for our fortune. Except for the except for the winery. The winery definitely sounds like a place. I mean cask, winery, let's yeah, hope. Yeah. Yeah. The winery is I mean, you know like the one thing like, I have always loved RPGs. But the one thing that always slightly annoyed me is I'm not a real good puzzle. Like, I'm an active strategy. Like, I'm good at strat and tactics, but, like, active puzzles, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of, this might not go so well. But, yeah, like, my character good. might not necessarily be a terrible puzzle solver. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's always tricky, that balance. But, uh, yeah. Here, here's something that uh, you guys might want to think about. Does our fortune come to us? Or do we actually have to search for our fortune? I want to say that we have to search for our fortune. We have to develop that out. Like, if, because if, of, our, if the sword is at the, the, the winery and we just never take this mission or we ignore the mission, then we then never find the sword. Yeah. Is so, it a metaphysical sword? Or? I don't know. I'm willing to well, check it for sure. It sounds like it's a physical sword that can hurt vampires is what it sounds like. Yeah. So here's the thing. Out of character, like, so I've heard a few things about Cursor Straw from a few other DMs that I know, and that the players, everything is optional that we do. But we do have to go out and find it. Well, again, so I say since we were already in for this mission anyways, let's go ahead and, and hit this place up. But at least we can get, get there before nightfall, right? Yeah. Make the attempt, you know what I mean? There's no point in not doing it. The worst can, that can happen party wise. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I've got another character made up for next time. For, for the next character that tries this. <laughs> yep. TPK, whatever. You're, you're more ghosts. <laughs> yep. Make a gunslinger next time. <laughs> Holy bullets. Yeah. Fuck them go. <laughs> yeah, there's no gunslingers. 
Um, all right, so you guys head out of town. So uh, you've been told, like, this is the winery where I'm pinging. Where is that? Sorry. Where I'm pinging. My, oh, God. There we go. I see it. That's, she's, fucking Christ. Yeah, that's crap, Lousy. That's, uh, that's almost, I mean, that's as far as, as crap. Ooh. Yeah. If not farther. And let me see. Yeah, because Kretz is on the main road, and this is. Somebody please. Mm-hmm. I missed it. My, uh, my road 20 crash. Grove over here on the left end of the map. Oh, I like that. It's very pretty. Let's do it all again. All right. We left town assuming this was less than half a day's travel. Uh, it's about six miles away. Six miles at about 10 minutes a mile. We got this. We got no civilians with us. We're scooting. Um, so you get about three miles an hour. If you go at a normal pace. So it'll take you about two hours to get all the way there. That's fun. All right. Another two hours to get back. It'll be four, and then however long we actually have to spend there. Well, we have to worry about carrying the wine back. Right. It'll be a cart. It'll be fine. It won't be three miles an hour. Yeah, you can't. It'll be fine. It's going to be smooth. But there is a building on the map. Vampires can't enter a building occupied by the living unless they're invited. Well, unless the vampire is already there. <laughs> all right, so y'all going to start off? Yep. Yes, let's go. All right, let me pull up my random encounter table. Come on, Woodnips. Come on, Woodnips. <laughs> yeah, they disrobe and you die. What a way to go, though. <laughs> all right. That was fun. So Just for personal RP, while we travel, I'm going to travel with my uh, longbow unstrung. Yeah, I definitely, absolutely would have the, the crossbow in my hand at all times after the last few days. You're, you're taking the string off of your longbow? Yeah, for transport. Okay. Um, oh, I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm carrying my maximum mode. <laughs> All right, so you guys have reached about here where this bridge is by traveling along the road. Okay. And that is the Raven River Crossroads. All right. You want to play the trolls toll? You see a weather-worn signpost next to the road. The three arms of the sign point along the three branches of the road. The arm pointing north reads Kretsk. Through the woods, you can see an arching stone bridge spanning the river. The arm pointing east reads Velaki, and the road slopes up gradually in that direction. And the arm pointing southwest reads the Wizard of Wines, where the road slopes gently downward in that direction. Yes, we're going down. 
continuing on? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll kind of perceive around. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys keep an eye out. You actually, uh, it's a quiet day, but, uh, you, you've reached the wizard, or you've reached this location. You're about right here. Um, and you have reached there unaccosted. I think to myself, our reputation must be spreading. <laughs> All right. Uh, after about uh, half a mile uh, from the signpost, the road becomes a muddy trail that meanders through the woods, descending gradually until the trees part, revealing a mist-shrouded mist shrouded meadow. And the trail splits. One heads west into the valley, and the other goes south into the dark woods. A wooden signpost at the intersection points west and reads, Vineyard. West is, my friends. We are looking for a vineyard. Um, as you start heading down that trail, uh, a light drizzle begins to fall. Unpainted fences blindly follow the trail, which skirts north of a, spall- a sprawling vineyard bent before bending south towards a stately building. A building? The fog tastes on ghostly forms as it swirls between the neatly tended rows of grapevines. Here and there you see rope-handled half-barrels used for hauling grapes. North of the trail is a large stand of oak trees, and a man wearing a dark cloak and a cowl stands at the edge of the trees, beckoning you. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll go say hello. Yeah, I'll follow along. Can you can you say that again? But what's what's beckoning us? A man in a dark cloak and cowl. Okay. In this front of Mike Yoden. In the mist. Well, they're in the trees. The mist is uh, in the grapevines. Um. All right. So, uh. As you walk up to him, uh, a handful of other people come out of the woods around him, uh, all wearing dark leather rain cloaks and cowls. Good evening. Wine stompers, I guess. Say what? Wine stompers, I guess. Yeah. Um, Hello, fine gentlemen. How are you this evening? Hmm. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't know what you're doing out here, but uh, some evil druids have attacked our winery, and my family has been forced <laughs> to take refuge here in the woods. Oh, no. Did he have a bunch of twig lights? Oh, yeah. There's lots of twig lights. And other things. Worse things. So, we're here to pick up a shipment. Uh, all my shipments are going out late. Well, on the yeah. assumption that this uh, druid has taken refuge in your winery, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, try saying that with a plural. Druid. 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 Well, this situation's got a little more complicated. Can't, what you say is so gentle. 
Uh, yeah, you want to smash these druids' faces in while we're here? What if we What if we snuck around and strangled each one individually to death quietly? Or conversely, burnt the entire venue down? What do you think? Uh, I don't think these fine gentlemen would be too appreciative of us burning their fucking vineyard down. Yeah. Someone to strike the druid. Yes. Druids. Sorry, someone distract the paladin. All right, Jen. <laughs> what I have is a particular set of skills. I don't know. I don't know if even you want to be out roaming the woods at night trying to find random crazy druids. Uh, where do they attack? I mean, they're all over the place. Where do you guys stay safe at night? Usually in the building. Seems like we have a time crunch on our hands then. Um, how secure does this building look? Um, hold on one second. Oh, yes, we have a picture. Perhaps we should uh, offer to assist. Bring the wine back tomorrow. Yeah, we're not on any timetable now. Now that we made it here, we can. My people can deliver the wine just fine. We can get the damn druids out of here. No, so that's what's messing up your transport lines. That's what I just said. Where would you say your finest wine was kept? Inside, in a barrel. It's not, not the outside wine. It's, the answer, it's it's the one that's not on the fine. Yeah. Well played. Let's see. There's five people here, by the way. There's five of them. Would you be willing to assist us in? I'm making, not. I'm not going over there. There's too many of them. By your count, how many oh. druids? I don't know. Doesn't matter, guys. We're gonna stomp them. We're gonna try. Come in, right? No. We're gonna have to do go druid slay during the day. I mean, it doesn't matter. But well, I feel let's, like let's, more make, let's make sure that we secure the building first. That way, they can come to us. And if um. If it does happen to descend upon nightfall, then we can take refuge in the building. Because fuck being outside during the night. Yeah, I agree. I'm down. Um, I'll go first. I'll I'll start to. I was like, well, sir, uh, we're here to help. Can we patrol your building and like check it out and learn it? Do I have thine permission? If you want to go and take a look and see what you can do, go ahead. But I'm warning you, they, they're out playing games. Well, no, but your, your building, you said, was safe, right? No, it's covered in druids and blights. What? Like you can't even go inside your building? If we could go inside, would we be standing out here in the rain? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like invaded right. Let's go. Let's go kill the druids and blights. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. 
to confirm they have one building and the druids are in it. Is that, that yeah, and they're easy. Well, All right. Well, let us let us handle this building for you, I guess. We'll, um, we'll clear the building and then you guys can go inside and we'll handle the rest of them. That's all I got. Yeah. Be my right. guest. Go kill all the druids. I'll just. Why are they so mad? So, well, uh, they're losing money. Because they're evil druids. Not evil. Just because they're evil. Okay. How many days have you been standing outside? <laughs> yeah, your house, dude. Staying out at night. <laughs> we got to do this fast, guys. Let's go. Smash them. Uh, I'll stealth ahead. Um, Try and get close. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. All right. Uh, okay. I was going to move the other direction, but clearly. Uh, so, is the group of you going, or just the two of you going ahead? Well, I was just as a as a. I'm saying back. Yeah, I'll stealth ahead. My stealth bonus is not so much a bonus. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I'll scout, look, see what I can find, perceive, look around, look close. Uh, give me a perception check. Um. You notice there's a lot of movement all around. Like you catch glimpses. Like it's raining and you know fog is misty rising up from the the ground, but it looks like there is a lot of things moving out in the vineyards. Does it seem like my stealthiness is successful? Um, I was moving a different direction. Yeah, like. Uh, so like I'm ducking in and out of like the grapevine, like posts. Yeah. Well, you're not there yet. Like you're going along the trail. Are okay. you, or are you trying to go through the vin the vineyard? Yeah, I'm trying to get the closest I can to the to the actual house. Okay. Stealthily. All right. So situated in the mist is the vineyard. The winery is an old two-story stone building with multiple entrances and thick ivory covering every wall and iron fencing along its roof line. The trail ends at an open loading dock on the ground floor. A wooden stable of more recent construction is attached to the east side of the winery next to the loading dock, and west of the winery is a crumbling well and a wooden outhouse. Um, just as you get up to the winery, you hear the rustle of dead vines all around you. Inhuman shapes emerge from the vineyard, their limbs cracking as they trudge forth through the mist and rain. Ooh, big, tall, little. Um, this is where you cast magic missile of the darkness. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd have to cast mage armor here in a fucking second, dude. So we're going to go... Uh, actually, no, I'm not casting Mage Armor. Mm -hmm. 13 plus. Uh, where's the damn. Uh, 
That wouldn't be bad, actually. All right. File. All right. So. Are you all on this page? Oh, yeah. And you got a new shield, too, right, Chuck? Yep. So here's the thing. With all mage armor, my armor goes up. Well, it becomes 13 plus my dexterity modifiers, so it becomes 15. But without mage armor, as of right now, I have 14 AC. But later on, uh, once I get durable magic, I think that's at level 6. I want to say. No, 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 it's at level 10. Uh, as long as I'm maintaining concentration on the spell, I have a plus 2 AC. So, 13 plus 2 to 3 plus another 2, that would be like roughly 17, 18 AC as a mage, which is kind of fucking nutty. That's handy. I'm sure. Right. I got it. I see. Um, but I can see large, shadowy shapes. Well, we don't know if they're large or not, but shadowy uh, shapes moving around. Yeah, small, shadowy shapes. Um, and they seem to be heading towards you. Oh, despite my high stealth roll. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, actually, office. instead of you guys being here, I'm just going to move here. To the random battle map, which you guys have left, and I saved this right. Hell yeah! Green shit all over it. That's how we do. An explosion of flavor. All right. Drawings. Also, um, Mike, I have a question. Yeah. Am I allowed to use? Tasha's cauldron of everything with the uh as like with features and shit. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so winery is like over here. So Delvos, you were going up. You were almost to it. Windsor, where were you? Go ahead, move yourself. So the other direction, one second. <laughs> so if he was going to the leftish, I was kind of going to the rightish. All right. So we'll assume that we both traveled the same amount. All right. So I'm a little, little quicker than you. Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The rest of you. Way up here. All right, let me pull out. Oh, I must have some pretty preternatural senses. Dude, if this is the same one that I was like elbowing in the forehead in the neck. Yeah. Crack up. 
I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck. <laughs> like, you remember me? Remember this desk? <laughs> you don't know me? I'm fast as fuck, boy. Stop <laughs> strike. Wait. Shocking grass. 19. <laughs> you don't even know it. We had the glory of shocking grass. All kinds of amazing spells. Oh my sweet Jesus, boys! You ready to fuck it? We need to form the shield wall. Twenty-seven. Thunder. Twenty-eight. No one, no one thought to bring chain lightning. <coughs> All I'm, right, I got thunder, dude. I'm, I'm fucking sad. Hit it. Ready to fucking miss you step in there and clap cheeks. Ready to stand here and go. Dual wielding is not doing me any favors right now because these things don't take bonus damage from silver. Well, I mean, Thunder Wave. That's what we got. I got your back. I mean, we can always just say no. Yeah, we that is an it. option. Fucking leg it. <laughs> we could at, at least see first. <laughs> we, we, we just come walking back, back out the woods, and the winery guys are like, "What's going on? Nothing. Nope. Never mind. We're good. Nope. 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 Nope." Please stay in the rain. Have a nice night. Please, please let me just put one arrow through one. Just <laughs> <laughs> think. Nope. We're out. See ya. <laughs> All right. So I was completely said, convinced that there was the, a flaming sword. Are these guys? Like, sorry. Are these guys just out in the open? Uh, yes, yeah. so these are awakened plants gifted with powers of intelligence and mobility. Um, Do they make good arrows? And I can see them like stalking through the. Uh... Yeah, they look like uh, shuffling, hunched over humanoids. Uh, up close, you can kind of see them uh, is plants covered with conifer like needles across their bodies. Um, can they speak? You know, um, and they all are heading my way, or are they spreading out, or what? Uh, yeah, they're all kind of coming this round, like they're just coming out like it's a giant fucking mob of needle blights. <laughs> Roger that. So, I'm on, uh, they're just all heading like towards the group of you. What's throwing down some divine sense there? What speed do they have? Fast, slow, medium. Uh, you don't know. They've just kind of made themselves visible to you at the moment. I'm going to take that opportunity to use an action to string my bow. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go ahead and uh, do some initiatives. Let me clear it first here. All right. Go ahead. Make sure you click on your icon before you roll it. Yep. Oh man. Good shit in If only we uh, hit fifth one. If I yeah, if only we hit fifth one before coming here, just like fireball. <laughs> Charles bring the heat with that roll. Would be useful. I just hit roll 20 instead of roll d20. 
<laughs> oh, well, they're going on two. Plus one, three. You know, we all rolled decent, but then the GM says, F you, roll 20, bitches. All right, so everybody's on there now? Oh. All right, uh, Charles, you're up first. Like you, yep, Charles is going to take an immediate dash action and go right here. End my turn. All right, Flinzer. Um, uh, I'm going to attempt to hide. I don't think I ever got a good hide out of that. Um, there's not really anywhere for you to hide right now. Like, south of the green line is kind of where the, uh... Oh, the blue line is the building? Okay, I yeah. apologize. Then I'm going to move up to here. Okay. End my turn. Okay. Davos. i to use up all my arrows, guys. I'm going to use my incidental to put my trident, which has that strip of cloth as a sling that I mentioned earlier. I'm going to use that to shoulder it, like, on my back. Yeah, that's fine. Like, drawing weapons and switching weapons doesn't really matter. And then I'm going to use my 40, which I'm, I'm just going to go, like, make a, a right angle, like a, a night move, and that should put me at five feet away from Charles. Okay. And then I'm going to blast the closest. Uh, well, you went 40. One. Your movement's only. Or no, your movement's 40, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I'm a monk. Yep. So I'm going to shoot the closest one of these guys for my action. Oh, right. wait. Bonus action. I'm going to engage Kente's shot. Okay. Then for my action, shoot. All right. Ping which one you're shooting. All right. Let it roll. Oops, sorry. Uh, you let loose, and it flies and strikes it. What does your Kensai thing do? Uh, add the D4 to damage. Cool. You hit. Nice. Over it back once. All right. Um... All right, your arrow flies. Probably, no, it probably didn't matter. <laughs> your arrow flies true, and it strikes the human-sized needle blight right between his eyes. It takes him out. And I'm done. And he drops. Artish. Move forward. Also, your defined sense didn't detect uh anything. They're not celestial fiends or undead. But anyway. Alright. Is that twenty? Um I don't know, I can't okay. see some of the squares. Somebody dribbled all over the paper. I mean you were right here. So you could get right to the end of that arrow. That's one movement. Three feet. Say that one more time. That's thirty feet. 
where you're at now. Okay. What are you doing for your action? Uh, one second, looking. Uh, I'm going to wait there. Okay. You can take a dash and move further if you want. Yeah, for sure. Use another 30, right? Yeah, I'll move. Right here, move. In front of our archer. Okay. Basil. Get up, buddy. Um, are you trying to talk to us? We can't hear you. We saw your oh, shot you come up. There we go. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to stay there. That's about 30 feet for me. And my range on the crossbow is 80 feet. That's within range. That's within normal range. So would that be these guys? Is it long, 360? Yeah, yeah well, annoying. anything past 80 is going to be a disadvantage up to 320. So would any of these guys be within 80? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So just ping the one you so, want to shoot. So we're going to do this one up front here. They're almost all in. Okay, yep. And You hit him. Uh, I already rolled. Uh, it does. Yeah, just click on the, the word light crossbow. It should roll your damage for you. Nice. All right. 11. You let loose and it just falls over dead. Boys, I think we're dealing with minions here. All right. Now it's their turn. Here comes the horde. <laughs> One, two. Oh, shit. Forgot to give Bardic Inspiration to our paladin. If you want to do that, you can go ahead. Yeah, retroactively, I give him Bardic Inspiration. Is it a bonus? Uh, yeah, you get a bonus. Yeah, bonus action. On attacks and saving throws. Uh, is it a bonus action? Yes. It yes, it's a bonus action. You get uh, 1d6. To what is this? You add it to ability checks, attack rolls, or saving throws.
This is going to be a shit show. Yep. Hold the line. Hold it. You've got one guy holding the line. <laughs> and he has bardic inspiration. I'm encouraging him. <laughs> all right. They come all shuffling out. All right, um, so three of them are in range of Artish. What's your armor class? 19. Is that after you've updated your armor? Yes. All right. That one missed. Miss. Miss. All right, so they're... They're scrambling at you and uh, hitting your uh, your armor pretty much ineffectively. Um, I'm slowly smiling until they roll a crit. Yeah. Um, then this one here. All right, the rest of them are going to start shooting needles. Needles! Yay! All right, uh, Flinzer, you're getting one. Dirty. Needle attack. What's your armor? Uh, 15. All right. You managed to dodge the needle blast. Um, then we got... Charles, a couple of them are shooting at you. All right. That's a hit. Yep, so seven damage. And then 10 damage, so you take 17. Yep. And these, as they come trudging up, they just like fling themselves and like uh, these sharp, like green needles just come flying. Just they just like pelt you like all oh. over, just stabbing into your skin. Oh, oh god, like, terrible! It's like walking through a thorn bush. What word? All right, uh, Delvos, you got three things of needles coming at you. Nineteen. Yeah, nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah. Second blast misses. Third blast. All right. Okay, that was them. Charles. Yep. You're up. So Charles is going to run over to about here. Um, He's going to miss the step into this spot right here. And then he will be casting Thunder Wave at second level. Okay, that does a square, doesn't it? It does 15 foot square. All right, so that's going to be three square by three square. Yeah, here. I got, you can just ruler it. It's not that big of a deal. Like, uh, 
which direction are you doing it? From it's centered on myself. It's a fifteen foot cube. And it's not centered on or the center of the point is on yourself, so you will get these four to your right. Wait, I it's thunder wave. Yeah. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you, each creature in a fifteen foot cube originating from you. Yeah. Must be so, constituting six. So that'd be those four. In front of you. Yeah, or five, actually. There'd be... Here, I'll... Uh... So it's not saying centered on you, it's saying in a way no, in front of you. Yeah. The center point of one of the sides. Right, so no, then it would be a cone. Because that's the, this is the exact uh, spelling. All right, so look here. Uh, All right. What it would do is... It extends out in a cube out from you. So it would be like that. That's a 15-foot cube in front of you. It originates from you. You're on the side of it, pushing it outward. All right, then I, that, like I said, that's just how other GMs have done it in the past. My apologies. Okay, I still good. Make um, and uh, hold one tick. Because I think Misty Step is a spell, right? It's a bonus action. It can be used as a bonus action. It does not have to be prepared. Right. But uh, I think if you cast a spell, even as a bonus action, you can only use cantrips after that. Uh, let's double check this then. If so, then would I be able to write on? Or is that a hard no? Yeah, you can write on. It's fine. Um, I thought spells as a bonus action were you could double up spells as long as one was just a bonus action. You can't cast another spell during the same turn except for a cantrip with casting time of one action. Hmm. If you can't. Hmm. Yeah. All right, then I'll just write on that really quick. My apologies. Fair enough. So. Yeah, that works. Sorry, I clear all these lines. Yeah, cube, you select a cube's point of origin, which lies anywhere on the face of the cube effect. The cube's effect size is expressed as a length of each side. The cube's point of origin is not included in the cube's area of effect. Yeah, that in that right there, that last line. Yeah, that points, that's that's kind point. of fucky. That's kind of fucky, in my opinion, but that doesn't matter. Oh wait, no, hold on. That's very specific. A cube's point of origin is not included in the cube's area of effect, comma, unless you decide otherwise. So if you were to do it on you, it would technically mean it puts you in the center and you could risk being hit by it, but it would only extend to three, to one and a half cubes on either side of it, if that makes sense. So yeah, like a well, diamond. Well, then that, yeah. why doesn't just... Well, what you can do with it is if you, like, no, cast it upward, it would still go out to the sides, which would put you in the center of it. It wouldn't hit you, but it would hit everybody in one square around you. 
Well, I understand that, but yeah. it's still a, it's just like something that isn't written in a very clear manner. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand. But, uh, yeah, let's just, uh, they draw it out, but I mean, when they say you have to decide otherwise, yeah, it kind of, I guess it depends on how it ends up playing out with the DM. Because they do, they have a little picture in the guide where it's like, okay, here's your stars where your point of origin is. You know, and it does make it look appropriate for the way we just played it out. But if, again, if it's at the discretion of the, the caster, that would be kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so it depends on the height of the room. Well, you're outside. Screw so. it. Yeah, let's do it like that then. You're going to do it at so like a... Be... What was that? You're going to do it at an angle there? Yep. All right, so... Yeah, you would get the four of them. You get one the there, four. one in front of Artish, and then the other three that are clustered right behind him. Gotcha. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, fuck it. All right. So that's going to be three to six. All right. What's your uh, oh, shit. DC? 13? It's only seven. DC is, yeah, it's a, it's a 13. All right. They make it. So that one did. Um, so that's just going to be four damage. And one more. They all saved, unfortunately. Why is your spell safety so low? I think it, it goes off of, um, it goes from 10 plus my intelligence modifier, I believe. I don't think it bases itself off of anything else, which is kind of weird, but... All right, so you thunder wave and you go out there and you're like, and like as it and happens, then, like they kind of like, you see their feet kind of like become roots and dig in as it like washes over them and it like knocks a bunch of their needles off. Which slowly dripped up, but they just look up to you. And then uh, Charles is gonna step back ten feet, like the rest of your movement. Yep. <laughs> uh, All right, Flinzor, you're up. I know I didn't take my action last turn. Can we say I at least drew my bow? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. And drawing your weapon doesn't take an action or anything. Uh, so that's within range. Can I just take a shot on this? Sure. Or you could shoot one that's engaged with artists to get your sneak attack damage. Sorry. Good call. I should probably do that one. Because he's within five feet. That's not true. Yeah. So the one to yep. his right, technically speaking, but yeah. left on the grid. Yep. Go ahead and roll. 
should be to hit. Yay! Plus your sneak attack. Can't change that to just a D6, but yes. So that's... Your arrow oh. sticks right into his chest, like right under his, right under its arm. It's crumples to the ground. It's a pile of wood. You gonna move? All right. Yes. So I'm gonna take my full movement. Yeah. There. That should be 25 right there, right? All right. I was standing here before. That's fine. All right. Uh, Delvos, you're up. Hmm. Tough. There's a lot of these guys. Um. Hmm. We'll give it a go. We'll see what happens here. I'm going to just kind of drop the newly acquired bow, whip out the trident, use my move. You don't have to drop the bow. You can, like, fling it over you and pull out your trident. It's fine. You don't have to drop equipment when you're in fight. Uh, a little bit shady. Well, uh, anyway, they kind of I'll... did away with that because, like, with the whole dropping and drawing and taking part of actions and stuff like that was very 3.5, and they wanted 5 to be more engageable. Intuitive. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you, I just feel weird about, like, carrying a bow that way. But, uh, I know it's fantasy, but still. Let's see. You're not going to lose any foot and pounds on your shot. Chill out. 40. Hmm. I'll move right up into here. Okay. I'll kick this twig bite in front of me. You're not going to use your regular weapon? Nope. Okay. Boom. Oh, yeah. Roll that beautiful beam footage. You roll up and you kick him in the stomach and he splits like he was struck by lightning. All right, and then with my uh, key point, I will give myself a flurry of blows. All right, so two more attacks. You have two unarmed, and I'll uh, kick the diagonal guy. Uh, this one? With okay. my, my, yeah, with my other foot, Spartan style. Uh, that is a hit. All right, you kick him and then, like, his wooden body, like, cracks, but he's still moving. Okay, then I'll uh, follow that up with a uh, elbow to his little twig head. All right. Miss. All right, and now because I started off with the original attack being a unarmed I'll use my Agile Parry 
until the end of my until the beginning of my next turn, Agile Perry. Okay. Do you have to spend That's a key it. point uh, for that, or say what? Is that a key point, or? No, it's just I have to use uh, one of my actions has to be an unarmed okay. attempt. And what does that give you? Plus two to AC. All right, cool. Artist, you're up. I'm done. Sweep that. Oh, control the field right now. It's crazy. Sweep the leg, Artish. Sweep the leg. I'm going to attack the one right in front of me. That's a miss. And I can take a step right there, right? No yep. attacks. Yeah. As long as you're in their attackable range, it's only when you move out of their range that they get an attack opportunity. You got anything else? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh my god, guys, depending on how bad the needles are, this could go down quick. I am going to cast Sanctuary. I was just thinking that it might be advantageous for us to control the field with some acid and whirling blades so. on our monk all right sanctuary um any creature who attacks the monk must make a wisdom saving throw or they can have to choose a new target uh spell does not protect them from area effects the spell Ooh. ends if he makes an attack all right and that's a bonus action so cool all right, Basil, you're up. All right, I'm going to move. Right. Change it. I'm going to move over here. And then I'm going to take another attack with my... Where's that? There it is. That thing there. Does that hit? It does. Okay, I'm going to do that. Which um, one are you shooting? Say, uh, this one back here. Why not? All right. And that's going to be that much damage. You rolled again. You need to roll. Yeah, just click, click down in the bottom right where it's coming up. Just click light crossbow where it says light crossbow. Yeah, I did. And then I clicked the... 1d8 plus 2. Uh, no, down in the about in, down in the right where it pops up. In the chat. In the chat. Like oh. where it says light crossbow. Just click light crossbow. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Alright. You graze him. And I give uh, bardic inspiration to the monk there. Okay. So the monk and the paladin both have bardic. Yep. Ah, here come the needle blight. 
Oh, the pain. <laughs> I'm spinning my trident fucking Aquaman style. That's kind of a shield. <laughs> Clint Sylvester wants the heat. They want some of the rogue heat. Or as I used to spell it, the rouge heat. As a two-handed weapon, if I swap weapon from the bow to, say, my dagger, that's one full action, correct? No, three. As a swap, like a, it's not like one action to put it away and then one action to draw. Nope. It's just considered one reaction. It's just switching. When you draw a weapon, still a weapon, none of that matters. Okay. I just wanted to confirm. Thank you. All right. Yes. So, Flinzer, you got a needle blight claw on your face. Take seven damage. Ow. Um, and then you got a couple of needles coming at you. That's another seven damage. And that one misses. So you got, you got clawed and then suddenly you like get pelted in the side. These tiny little needles. Um... Artish, you got three claws coming at you. Yeah, so they missed. Um, and Delvos, you've got four coming at you. What's your armor class? Uh, right now it's a 17. All right, so that's a miss. You got sanctuary too. Oh right. Shit. That's it. All right. So only one of them actually saved. So they're just like coming up to you and they're like, but one of them swung at you and missed. Okay. Um, But then you got about. Four people trying to shoot needles at you. Okay. This time I'm gonna remember this is this counts as a ranged attack, right? Yes. Okay. That one my shield my uh spinning trident works here, knocks that away. Alright, well um what does it do? Seventeen. I'm just I was just saying it didn't hit the AC, so I'm Ow. I'm good. Okay, well, that was that was its wisdom <laughs> roll to see if it could attack you, and it can. But that misses. Um, 
You got Aquaman skills are on point. Skills are on point. He oh, can attack. Um, that guy wants some for sure. Yep. Ooh, nine All piercing. Right, now, that's nine damage. Yep. So I'm going to use my uh, deflect missiles. All right. So 1d10 plus 7. Go and roll. All right. So I take one. Yep. Okay, so I try and grab that and deflect it out of the way. You get another four piercing damage. I can only do it once. It's a reaction. So I know. But you get hit. I got it. All right. Uh, and then we'll say uh, Charles is going to get some claw action on him. I'm going to make my reaction to <clears throat> cast, uh, well, not cast, but apply war magic. So arcane deflection. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't. I'm sorry. That was, that's a really dumb move. I'll take it. Okay. Seven damage. All right, and then one of them is going to shoot needles at Basil. You son of a bitch. You take eight. All right. Next up is Charles. Yep. All right. I got to pee real quick. I'll be right back. Think about what y'all do. You're a loser. Shut the fuck up. Does anybody have some sort of AOE spell that they're just hiding? What's he eating? All right. So, uh, Charles. Yep. What you doing? So I'm going to be casting a Scorching Ray. Cool. Which is going to be targeting this one, this one, and this one. And so what Charles does, he like he raises his hand just, just like a little bit, and it's just like a quick little Scorching Ray, and then just fucking hits you know these three succession. So that's going to be three attacks. Yep. Ooh, crit, miss, miss. Yeah. Go ahead and give me that crit damage. The crit's going to be the uh, closest one to him. Yep. Yep, 10 fire damage. 
how much damage does it do? Uh, it does 2d6 per. Okay, it didn't roll the crit damage on that. All right, do you want me just to roll again? Because you clicked on the wrong one, um, I guess. I clicked on the palp one. What do you mean? Did you? I probably just... Yeah, here, let me... Just roll it again. Just give me another 2d6. Yeah, it didn't register the... Uh... Okay. Actually, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> it got one more point. It was... Yeah, you just obliterate it and fire, but the other two are... Uh... And then uh, Charles is going to move between the monk and... Paladin. All right. Flinzer. Uh, I'm going to slash at the one that's right next to me with my dagger. With your silver dagger? Correct. Silver dagger. Apologies. All right. The hits. All right, you stick him. Doesn't seem to hurt him too much. All right, I'm going to disengage with bonus action. Okay. There. Okay. Devils. Yes, sir. I'm going to unarmed attack the... One that is right here. Which one? I'm trying, sorry. Head on my measuring stick. Yeah. All right, the one. Okay. Okay, I'm going to try and spinning, hit him with the uh, elbow. Spinning elbow strike. Roll it. Pow. One dimension. You elbow him, like, and that's the one you had kicked earlier. And you elbow him again, and, like, the crack just splits open wider, and he just, like, breaks apart. Sweet. I'm going to use a... Another key point to do another flurry of blows. All right. Don't forget, you also have inspiring order. Yeah, but I'm saving it five minutes. So now I'm going to um, do a bicycle kick on this other diagonal guy. Okay. All right, Luke Ang. I would like, do I have to call my bardic inspiration or can I use it now? You can use it now. Okay, and that's a D6 still? Yep. Oof. Fucking hell. Eight. No good. No good. Um, there went that. And then for my last one, I'm going to try and, after the bicycle kick misses, I'm going to try and come down with a knee to the forehead on him because he's little. Well, they're not little. They're human size. Oh, well, okay. Then I just a dropping me. All right. The rough. Hey, yeah. Miss. 
with all the with all the needles flying all over and you know just a mob of these things, it's it's difficult to connect sometimes. All good. I'll uh, by using the starting off with the unarmed strike, I will uh, engage agile parry until the next turn. Yep. I'm done. Artish. Same target. The hits. All right. Ooh, big money. That was the one that right in front of you. Correct. Chop them in half. Timber. And I'm done. Okay. Basil. Alright. I am going to stay put and fire on oh let's say this guy. That will be Light crossbow. Hit. And that. If that doesn't kill him, I'm going to do sneak attack. Yeah, you're going to have to give this. Which one were you attacking? Uh, oh, wait, I said this one, didn't I? And he's not engaged. Is what? Well, he's fighting another enemy. Does that count? No. It's... He's, not pay- he's not paying attention to me. No, it's... Get that guy. Pick your target. Yeah, I'll go with this guy then. Okay. You will get sneak attack on him. Okay. All right. You're plinking pretty good. He's looking pretty rough. And that would be my turn. Yep. All right. Um, out of the uh, the winery. Um, out of the loading bay, uh, you see a druid come out. He looks very similar to the guy you'd seen before. And he has a whole mob of the little twig blights. Some more. He's got... Um, Uh, probably about two dozen twig blights with him. Hmm. <laughs> it's looking like a retreat. What about yeah, you guys? This is looking like a tactical fuck right off. It did say druids quite specifically. I mean, let's kill as many as we can while we pull back. 
They're just washing over you. And uh, it's going to take a turn for the druid and the twig blights to appear on the map. So if you guys want to fuck off. Oh, they're nice and grouped up, though. Fuck. If only you did have fireball. Damn it, mage. Why aren't you level five? Same reason we're not. Yeah. Because you guys didn't go clear out the hags. All right, uh, artist, you got some masses of claws coming at you. Well, that wasn't a natural. So you took seven. Oops, that one shouldn't have rolled. Um, so yeah, you got three clawing at you. They missed. Um, but then you got some needles coming at you. The I'm, first one didn't hit me? Or the first one did hit you. My bad. It took okay. seven. But now you got needles coming at you. That's going to be eight damage. Oh, you're getting whittled. That's 15 damage so far. All right, you managed to avoid most of the other ones. Oh, my God, just big waves of needles. Yeah, and I'm not even rolling them all. I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm definitely pulling punches here, just so you guys know. Oh, no, I'm, I'm aware. <clears throat> all right, um, Delvos, you got some clawing at you. Okay, mine's uh, 17 at the moment. Oof, they have to roll wisdom. No, they don't, because he attacked on his turn. No, I attacked, so I canceled it. Sorry, buddy. So it's just a straight 17. Look at how getting your teeth you're doing here. 16, 16, 5, and 5. You are just Jackie Chan and the shit out of these guys. Um, The spinning trident. Yeah, but they are going to... You do have some needles coming at you as well. Oof. That was going to hit. I can't wait. I have to decide now whether to use my reaction, right? I can't wait to see if that the others are going to miss. That's 12 damage, man. <laughs> I wouldn't risk well, that, it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I could choose now to use my... I have to... I can't wait to see the results of the other... Correct. Got it. I'll go ahead and use it now, then. So I use my deflect missile. Okay. What kind of monk are you? I've seen Kung Fu movies before. Don't you have redirect missile? Um, well, now you can redirect it. Yes, if you spend okay, a key point. So now if I, did I reduce that to zero? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I... Just for fun, because we are retreating, I will go ahead and uh, spend a key point to redirect it. Yeah, which one? Which one shot me? 
Um, I will say, because you're making a ranged attack and you are in melee, you will have disadvantage on anybody you shoot them with. I'll say the key point then and just knock the arrow out of the air. All right. Well, the, it's not arrow. It's like tons of needles. Sorry, like, needles. I apologize. My yeah. bad. I'll right. deflect them with the spinning trident. All right. And just for fun, Basil's getting some needles at him, too. For eight damage. All right. Charles. Don't hit me, God damn it. Charles, you're up. All right. Just give me a second here. This is about to say if I'm going to need to fucking skadoodle here in a moment or not. Yeah, like, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up here soon because I'm starving. All right. So. Charles is going to move. I mean. Hmm. He's going to move right here. Then he's going to cast Burning Hands. All right. Uh, that's a. 15 foot cone. Okay. So that'd be one. So you would get all six of those. What do they get? Deck saves? Yeah, my apologies. Uh. Let's get that 15-foot cone out here really quick. So that's going to be... Yeah, you're going to get all six. All right, cool. Oh, burning hands. Let's just fucking do your fucking job, man. 11 damage. Nice. All right, so we're saving. I'm going to go from the top down left to right. What's your uh hold on, let me see if this for whatever reason this does have a it's gonna be a thirteen. I'm just gonna assume because that's what it was for the uh scorching ray. What is their goddamn dexterity, man? Jesus. Only on a plus. Fucking shit rolled. For us. Good for him. Best run. Well, three of them went up in smoke. The other three singed pretty bad. And then uh, Charles is going to provoke an opportunity of attack and attempt to skedaddle. Oh, come on. Is five going to hit? It will not. Skedaddle, <laughs> then. God. Flinzor, you're up. Uh, 
So the plan is to dip, right? We're running away. Yep. Bonnie Python, so. Okay. Can I take one slash at which one of these did I hit? The one up here? The one south of you. The one here. All right. Can I take a slash at that one? With my dagger. Why aren't you using the short sword? Because I already heard it once. Okay. Why did it throw it? That's not what I was trying it's, to do. It's the same if you're throwing or attacking with it. But either way, that was not, yeah. not it. Right. You missed. All right, disengage and... All right. Devils. I will one hand trident the one right next to me. Okay. Not going to do it. And I will use my key point to do the step of the wind disengage. Okay. I'm done. Artist. Oh boy. You'll be fine, man. I'm not like this guy right here that's already injured. All right. Choppy chopped him. Just enough. Chopped him down. And then um, I'm going to have to take a hit. All right. Want to attack opportunity? How about a natural 20? Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, as you guys back off, um, and you start making your way away from the thing, you notice they just kind of like stop in a line and then they just like slowly meander back to the, the fields. They're there to hold ground. They're not there to chase you guys down. And that's where we're going to end it. You guys backing off and licking your wounds. Yeah, it's almost five o'clock, so. Yeah. But good game, everybody. Yep, good you guys game. did some good deeds. You saved a little girl. You caught the fisherman. Uh, we leveled up. Yeah. We'll no. <laughs> Damn, we hit level five.